Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest is a dear friend, Margie Bissinger. Margie is a physical therapist and health coach, and for over 20 years, she's devoted her life really to helping women with osteoporosis. We talk about her upcoming summit that you can find in the Encore Weekend in the show notes, where she really put together a team of really amazing practitioners and physicians to give you the cutting edge information that you need to heal your bones. I hope you find this conversation insightful and that it helps to put you on the path for healing. Enjoy our podcast. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I'm thrilled to introduce a dear friend and colleague, Margie Bissinger. And we're going to be talking all about your bone health and most importantly, how you can heal your bones. So welcome, Margie. It's always so enlightening to have these conversations with you. Oh, thank you so much. I always love being with you as well. Oh, well, here you are, you know, creating, is it your third Summit? Yeah, third summit. Yes. Osteoporosis and recovering your bone health. Let's just back up and you know introduce you to my community for those who haven't watched our previous interviews. So, how did you become so passionate about this topic? You know, it's really interesting. It started, oh gosh, over 25 years ago. So, I'm a physical therapist and my area of expertise is musculoskeletal. So, working with you know, working with back pain, neck pain, and the joints, orthopedics is what I was doing. And then I was in private practice and a group of doctors asked me what I see their patients with osteoporosis. And I'd already taken some courses, so I totally knew what to do with osteoporosis. But I was really mortified when I started seeing these, it was mostly women, these women, because they found out that they had bone loss and they were told, oh, exercise, but they didn't get any guidance. And so they had no idea. And it was so sad because, you know, they, at that time, the internet wasn't even around at that time. And so at that time, what they started doing is, you know, looking, going to personal trainers or looking in magazines and just trying to figure out what to do. And unfortunately, many of them were actually doing exercises that increased their risk of fractures. So it was so sad that well-intentioned people were hurting themselves. And I said, oh, I have to get involved. So I got involved at the state level. And I became, there's a whole group in New Jersey who oversees all the initiatives. So I now oversee all osteoporosis initiatives. But I did this a long time ago. This is many years ago. And then I also ended up getting working nationally and just as a physical therapist, getting so involved with this because the message had to get out there. People were doing unsafe exercises. And um, that's how I started. Then my son got type 1 diabetes and I saw how nutrition changed his life. And I realized the person who helped him was a health coach. And I said, that's what's missing in this osteoporosis world. So I went back to school, became a health coach so I could add that piece of it in terms of the nutrition. And yeah, and then I just started working with people and working with integrative doctors and seeing what can be done. And there's so much that can be done. So that's sort of how I got involved in realizing that the word was not out there and people were not getting the treatments that they could benefit from. So that's why I put the summits and my podcast together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's incredible. And I think when people um, get diagnosed with that, you know, spectrum of whatever that looks like from, you know, low bone density, osteopenia to osteoporosis, um, you know, there is this conversation, you know, people might even have a mental framework, like, you know, we have our bones, they can't really change and, you know, heal and transform, but that's very much not the story that you're sharing. So, 
maybe let's just, I, I don't talk enough about osteoporosis. So I just want people to really, you know, understand the importance. So like walk us through like what happens to your body when you have low bone density? Why is that so critical for our health, especially as we age? Yeah. So our bone is our bone is made to change, as you said, like every seven to 10 years, we get a whole new skeleton. So what happens is we lose bone. There's a couple different cells. There's cells called osteoclasts that like get rid of old bone and then new, but it's called remodeling. And then new bone comes in from osteoblast, the bone building cells. So there should be this nice inter- interchange. You lose a little bit, but then new bone. So your bone is always fresh and healthy. Well, what happens through many different reasons as we age, we, we end up having a little bit of an imbalance, more osteoclast than osteoblast. So we tend to lose bone as well as after menopause, women tend to lose some bone. However, if there's an inflammation or if there's a problem, an underlying problem, it can really ramp up the bone loss, the osteoclast activity. So we could be losing way more bone than we're building where we have a net loss. So that's sort of what happens when we have bone loss. The problem is osteoporosis is porous bone. So it's a change, not only you know when people get this DEXA scan, it measures the bone strength, how much bone's there, but it doesn't measure the quality. You would need something like a TBS or trabecular bone score test to do that. But the point is, is then what happens is you you lose both strength and quality. You know, the bone should be nice and tight, all the interchanges in there. And that that doesn't happen. So you so it ends up that you have almost like holes in your bones, like porous bones, which are much weaker and much more likely to fracture and the problem is, is that a fracture is serious. And this is common. One in two women in the United States and one in three worldwide will have a fracture due to osteoporosis. And the results are, are really devastating because a hip fracture in 24% will die within the year because of complications. So the good news though, is there's so much that can be done, but people need to take it seriously. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that puts it in context for sure. And um, you mentioned a couple really great pearls. So I think most people understand, you know, to, you know, if they were like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have this. My family members had this. I, I really want to prevent um, and just, you know, see where I'm at. Um, you know, what's commonplace is a DEXA scan. So, right, that is a interpretation of, again, the amount of bone that you have. And then tell us like, is that a test we ask our doctor or how do we get a TBS? Yeah. So the DEXA, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times they'll just say, oh, wait till you're 65 unless you have risk factors. Well, they're missing the boat here because we want to know as soon as possible we want. And the DEXA isn't always the best test, but it's a test and it can help. And so at least it gives us a baseline where we're at. So yes, usually a lot of the doctors, if you have any risk factors, even menopause means a risk factor, but you know, people who have, if you've had eating disorders, if you're sedentary, or if you have any kind of issues where you've been on steroids or even proton pump inhibitors or anything, I mean, I just think people should have it at least before menopause, even earlier, if there's any question, just so they know where they're at and they have a baseline. But the TBS, you can Google TBS and see what facilities have it. All it is, is software that puts a screen on so you can also see the quality of the bone. And it's, very, it, it's really helpful because sometimes you don't know, you know, you could have two people with the same score. One could fall and fracture easily and the other, the bones are flexible. They're stronger, you know, they're, 
they're, the quality is much better. So it makes a big difference. So I'm a big fan. And you just have to find a facility near you, but it lets you put in your zip code and you can see where they have this TBS. So that's, you know, something I think is really important. But there are other tests that doctors, they just don't order a lot of times that I, I've. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love to know those. Yeah. The one that I think is so helpful, there's really two, but there's, it's called the CTF. Because let's say you get a bone density test. You don't know. You have no idea. Is it, if it's your first test, especially, you have no idea. Are you actively losing bone? Is there some inflammatory process going on? Or as a child, did you just never develop a lot of bone? You know, were you someone who didn't have a good diet and had issues or, you know, had, was on an inhaler or whatever it is and just didn't develop the same bone because you don't know. So what the CTX tells you about is your osteoclast, how much bone is actively breaking down right now. And it's so helpful because, you know, a lot of times there are underlying root issues and then you can go back and see, oh, wow, you may not have a bone density right away because it takes a little time, but you may say, oh, wow, I've really reduced the amount of breakdown. Mm-hmm. So CTX is a blood test. And mm-hmm. there's another one called P1MP, which tells you what's happening with the osteoblast. So I think just for a baseline, you don't need this. You mm-hmm. know, if your bone density is okay, but if you see that you have lost bone, this is something great to see where you're at and what might be the cause. So we can be a detective and you're the best detective. Right. <laughs> you really are a detective for figuring out what's going on. But in terms of with the bone, you need to do that as well. And so it will, when, when we're looking for root causes, we can monitor what we're doing and seeing if it has an impact. So I think for the average person, the DEXA, and I, I do think the mm-hmm. TBS, if you can do it with it, because it, it's yeah. not much different. It's, it's just the facility. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. but for everybody who has any issues, I would go on. I mean, there's more testing too, but the CTX and the P1MP I have found are so helpful for people. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was taught by a mentor, the N-telepeptide test to look at the urine or the blood or compare. And that was kind of like bone matrix that can, you know, if you're having a high amount of, you know, breakdown, you can see signals, but I don't know. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. It's just a little different. Yeah. The, um, I mean, that's certainly, that's certainly good. It's certainly a good test. The NTX is very good, but I found the integrative doctors who really work in this area, they prefer the CTX, but they're yeah. both, you know, right. certainly will give you the information you need. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I'm, I'm, I always learn when I do these things too. So thank you for teaching me. So Marty, so you just put together a whole another summit, your third summit. And so thank you for doing this. I know those are a lot of work and, but there's so much value in each of them. So as you've, you know, done each year, you know, here we are, you know, your third year, tell us some of your favorite clinical pearls or like where the science has evolved that you feel like would be really helpful uh, for people to tune into. Well, first of all, I just want to tell everyone your talk is fantastic. And you talk about lymph flow and how that can affect our bones and overall health. So it's really, really a great, great talk. Yeah. So I think, you know, I I think the interesting, well, one of the things, I guess, pearl-wise, which has had the most effect, many things have had effects on people, but what's, so Dr. Diva Boone, she's a parathyroid surgeon. And something that's missing Mm -hmm. is people, parathyroid tumor, which is benign, it's not picked up. 
Mm-hmm. And when someone has a parathyroid, it's not on the thyroid gland, it's on the parathyroid. Mm-hmm. When someone has a parathyroid tumor, they're going to be causing way more bone breakdown. And it's, you know, it's definitely going to cause osteoporosis. And the sad thing is it's not picked up. And so people are losing bone, losing bone, and then they hear the summit. And what happens is, is that in med- my husband's a physician. And so mm-hmm. I, this is, this is, this, he actually had a patient that got saved because of listening to this talk. But basically yeah. they look at your calcium blood, the blood value and your, you know, your calcium values in your blood work, just basic blood tests. And she says, if you're over 40 and it's 10 or over, mm-hmm. you, there's, you know, chances are you have a parathyroid tumor, regardless of what, of other, of other mm-hmm. markers, and you need to evaluate that more. But in medical school, what they taught was that, oh, just watch the person. You just watch it. You know, you don't, you don't act so quickly until they have symptoms or different things. And so, so many people, there were in the first summit, 20 people around the same on the second who found out they had parathyroid tumors and then surgery, but it, it changes everything with your bone health. And if you don't find out, you're going to go on to have all sorts of problems. So anyway, so that was like a big pearl. I think that's so, that's so incredible. I've, I was taught to look at that just with my Lyme patients and like every, I think maybe once a year, I really work somebody up for that because I, I noticed that in their labs. And what I've noticed, Margie, is that the calcium score has gotten higher and higher in the labs because, you know, it used to be right at 10, but now 10.2, sometimes 10.6 isn't even considered, you know, high. And I'm, I'm always like, that always catches my eye. And so I, you know, watch it because I'm, you know, it's also not only important for your bones, but for your heart. And so, you know, there's a lot of, you know, things that could, you know, be prevented if you, you watch that. Does she talk about hyper and hypoparathyroidism? Yeah. Or more yeah. Of a hyper picture? It, it- I mean, the, yeah, she talks about both, but more of the problem that's so much more common is the hyper. And you know, it's interesting, Dr. Darren Ingalls' mom yeah, we we were talking, and she ended up. She lives there with Doc, where Dr. Diva Boone lives, and she had a very big parathyroid tumor wow. that ended up being removed. Wow. So yeah, so knowledge is power, but that's just something that everybody, unfortunately, has to look at their own blood work and yeah. look at your calcium value. And you know, yeah. she has a great talk on the summit that really explains this. But it's just that was a big pearl. I think yeah. the um, yeah, so that's. Yeah, that's just something. I'm so glad you're sharing. Yeah. The other thing is my, so it's funny. My husband had listened to the talk and he's an OBGYN and he had a 40 year old who had a little bit over 10. And so we contacted Dr. Diva Boone and, and, you know, and it wasn't okay. She ended up having a tumor and she, and, you know, she was saved because he listened to the summit, you know, prevent at at 40, prevented all sorts of problems. So anyway, so that's one pearl. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I love that. I mean, I, I always trust as I'm learning new medical knowledge, I'm like, I'm learning this. Someone's going to need this soon. You know what I mean? And that's so cool that your husband's so open to listening to these talks and, you know, bringing them into his practice. That's awesome. So I think the other very, very big pearl is the exercise piece. Yes. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just walk. Well, it's very specific what improves bone and what's important. You know, but let's just take a person who does have chronic illness and they can't do major strength training, you know, but it, it's individualized. So a person who hasn't done anything, you know, it, it's it, the bones respond to the forces placed upon them. 
So for one person, it could be just a little bit of weight is so much more than they're accustomed to, but that will help them gain bone where another person needs to do more intense strength training. But the research on the summit, Dr. Belinda Beck, who did this lift more study in Australia and what they did, it was supervised. That was the key. So physical therapists and exercise physiologists supervised it, but they did serious weight training for people who had osteoporosis. And which in the past would have been thought, oh no, they can't do anything like that. And it was amazing because nobody got injured. They had significant gains in in bone density. And Mm -hmm. even she has a way at the lab to look at the hip. And they found that changed the architecture, the shape of the hip in the area that's most prone to fracture. So the serious weight training made such a big difference in terms of what people, you know, in terms of really improving bone density and reducing, reducing falls. And people are empowered when they're stronger. So on the summit though, I'm one to, I I like to give, I like to give tools and I like to give demonstration. So people, you don't just tell them, oh, well exercise. So there's two talks by Dr. Sherry Betts, probably it's a friend of mine and probably one of the best physical therapists in the country. (laughs) She's just incredible. And so she demonstrates all sorts of exercises that we can do. She actually shows you how you can gradually do impact and, yeah. you know, different different exercises that can really help with your uh-huh. bones. So I think that's the exciting thing that we do need to add the strength training. And yeah. I think it needs to be done though safely. Yep. And, yep. you know, a lot of times people will just like read something and think, oh, I can do this. So I'm such a big believer. You can learn a tremendous amount from the summit but also if you have the option to see a physical therapist and get a custom program, that's also helpful. Yeah. But then we have Qigong because people have to love their exercise. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. No, oh, you can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, before we get to Qigong real quickly, I'm just hearing, you know, and my audience had like, is, does it matter? Like the, like, or the three pound weights, the eight pound weights, the, yes. you know, like <laughs> such a good point, such yeah. a good point. Cause what it is, what they found, it's the amount of weight. So in that study, they did what's called 85% of one repetition maximum. But the point was they worked somewhat hard Yeah, and it's, it's not the repetitions, it's the amount of weight mm-hmm. they did in that study, five sets of five repetitions, but research has shown between even eight to 10 repetitions. So you want to wait that it, it's not easy. You can't just zip through 10 repetitions, that it's somewhat challenging in good form, critical that your posture is in good form, but that you do around eight, to, you know, eight to 10 repetitions is, is somewhat hard. Yeah. And so that's really what we're trying to achieve. That's what they found. So even doing, you know, one set, two sets, or even three sets, but the point is it's better to do one set like that than to do 50 repetitions. It's not endurance. It's yeah. the amount of weight yeah. that seems to be What's yeah. or impact like yeah. jumping, but again, not for everybody, you know, it's going to depend, but you know, do gradually doing some jumping and doing some other things to that effect, increase yeah. squats, squats with weight, increased bone density. So, but not everybody can do that, you know? Yeah. So even just resistance training, if someone goes to a therapist and gets a custom program. Mm-hmm. And the other thing though, I think such a big point to know is that, is that, how do fall? The most of problem is falls. It's not fixing yeah. our bone density. It's that we prevent falls and fractures. Fractures is yeah. really the issue. A big reason that people fracture is that they fall. Mm-hmm. Big reason people fall for a couple of reasons, but 
a lot of people, as we get older, we lose our balance. Our balance yeah. deteriorates. Yeah. It doesn't have to deteriorate. Yeah. That's, so to me, everybody can work on some type of balance, some type of balance. And I have seen this so much with the people I work with that, I mean, my favorite is the Qigong and the Tai Chi. And the, and the research has been so positive on that, reducing falls and fractures. And the reason is for balance is because you're moving back and forth. You're yeah. moving sideways. So you sort of have this good movement. So if something, if you fall or if you end up over, you trip, you have this motion. So you end up not falling. But in the um, summit, one of the things I do beforehand, just as a gift for people that register, I recorded a video with my favorite balance exercises that are really easy to do. You know, anybody can do these. And it's just a very easy shifting weight that people can, but it makes a big difference. Yeah. So anyway. I think the balance is something. It's my that, favorite part of yoga classes, the balancing poses. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. The standing on one foot. But I think the exercise piece, you know, a lot of people think walking, and walking's good. I mean, granted, of course, anything you can do is better than nothing. But yeah. I think it really helps to have really some fair. exercises. And um, Joan Pagano, she's an exercise physiologist, and she goes over how to set up a home strength training program. Because you can do it in your own home. Yeah, How do you totally use the that. band? Yeah. You know, what can you do with just bands and, and weights and just things at home so that you don't have to go to the gym and you can really be effective? So yeah. to me, that's so exciting because, you know, I, I, I work with people all the time and going from fear, fear of falling to empowered, you know, yeah. strong and empowered is just so good. So that's something I was excited. A lot of people were so grateful in the summit that they learned some exercises that they're going to get started and it motivated them to yeah. start, you know, to really. I, I, I love how you gave people practical yeah. you know, ways to do this. And, you know, just um, again, people can, you know, add that to their library and have almost like their own, you know, just workout routine every day. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. What about vibration? You know, we always hear about like vibration and just like, you know, the vibration plates, there's that whole, Osteo strong gym too, like, you know, again, like how do we make sense of that in our routine to strengthen our Yeah. Body? So I'm a big fan. Well, here's the interesting thing about all vibration is not created equal. Yeah. And the key is we want to be safe with the vibration. That's the thing. So Dr. Clint Rubin is on the summit and he, he did all this research with NASA and the astronauts and really trying to see what, what stimulus can really help the bones. So what they found, they found was that low intensity vibration. So I think it's 4.4 G-force and 30 hertz was the optimal. Mm -hmm. And so what, it's a low frequency, so you barely feel it. Mm -hmm. But they found that this, this low, this frequency and this hertz, so it's higher, higher frequency, lower amplitude, you know, lower G-force, but this certain combination stimulated the uh, mesenchymal stem cells in the bone to turn into, they're an option. They can become fat or they can become bone to, mm -hmm. to turn into bone and not fat. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's the device I like, the low intensity vibration. It's interesting because Dr. Rubin talks about some of the much higher ones. Yeah. And he said that, you know, there's a lot of safety problems with them yeah. in that, in that, um, you know, they're not deemed safe. You know, there's the, what is, there's, trying to think of the name of it, there's a safety group for people, for workmen. 
And they said that level of vibration that the G-force that those other units create is just much too high. And it really isn't, you know, it's not even safe for a short time. So anyway, so he has a great talk, but I've been using this, oh gosh, probably seven years, the low intensity vibration. And you just stand on it for 10 minutes and it's so easy. And it's, it's just an adjunct, you know, it's Mm -hmm. an adjunct to the treatment, but it's, you know, and I can't say for sure, has that helped? Cause I, everybody I work with does other things as well, but there has been some research, you know, showing improvements in, in different areas and they have shown that it does increase the stem cells, you know? So, yeah. That's yeah. So I think it's a great, yeah. I think it's really great in terms of, you know, it's expensive, not cheap, yeah. but yeah. it's just such a win-win. And some of the other things, there have been incidents, you know, where they tell you to bend your knees cause they don't want to shake your brain or your eyes or things with some of the so, so that's the unit I like. It's called the Maradine um, Low Intensity Vibration Unit. But he goes over all the research on it. But I'm a very, very big fan. And I've been using that. So many therapists I know use that as well. Oh, great. That's yeah. great. Because I think, you know, it's like, you know, not always more is better. Yeah. No, no, no. Not when it comes to being the more that you feel, you know, like the results and the injury part, and especially people are prone to falling and everything like that. And then they get on a very like high force vibration that could also induce a fall. Yeah. So no, that's a really good point. Marchie, what about like on the other, like, you know, kind of spectrum, like when people have like advanced bone loss, you know, I know there's a conversation around hormones. Um, There are medications, just kind of, um, yeah, just insight and information. So people just have, yeah, you know, I think full gamut of what they choose from. It was interesting because the first summit is called Natural Approaches to Osteoporosis and Bone Loss. And I didn't want to, I didn't even bring in medication because I thought that we're not really, we're not going there. Then I realized that was that that I wasn't doing people a service. So the second summit, I asked a lot of the integrative doctors, you know, tell us when you'd use medication. This summit, I actually had a whole talk on medication because I realized the key thing is is we don't want anybody having a fracture. We want to prevent fractures. And sometimes people have conditions or other things where their bone density is so low that they're very prone to fractures. So what I've learned to I realized there were people who were like, under no circumstances, there's too many side effects. I'm not taking any medication. And then they have a fracture and then their whole life has changed. So the best person I know is Dr. Keith McCormick. He is beyond, he's just so brilliant. And he himself at like in his forties, I think he had 12 fractures and had osteoporosis and you know, none of the doctors could help him. So he, he deep dive, he took a deep dive, learned everything. And so he had to go on medication himself for a short period of time while he figured out the underlying root causes. So what I've learned is that you can use medication very short term while in the process of digging deep, dealing with all the other root causes, but at least it, at least it protects you. So he gives such an incredible talk and goes over the pros of this because they're not all the same. They're not all the same at all. And there'd be different reasons while you, while you use some. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he goes with the anabolics that build bone versus the prolia versus mm-hmm. the, so he goes through all the different ones. I mean, I can answer questions. I become very knowledgeable yeah, on yeah. this now. Yeah, that's great. But, but the thing is, is that, you know, and, and so many people in the summit, I have to tell you, wrote, thank you. I've been embarrassed that I had to take medicine or I was, you know, 
They yeah. didn't realize that if you take it for a short term, you're not going to have yeah. the side effects. And well, but you need to do part two. Part yeah. two is digging, figuring out what else is going on and, and you know, working on your diet, working on your exercises, working on the inflammation. But when it's used short term, that's when it can be very successful and prevent fractures for people who, you know, and if you've already had a fracture, what all the doctors tell me, you know, who the integrative physician is that usually then you should go on medication for a short, short term because something's wrong. You know, unless you fell from, you know, the Empire State, you know, unless you fell from somewhere. But if you've had a fall, it's called a fragility fracture. If you fell just from standing position and you fractured, that's not, that's an indication that your bones may not be that strong. And so, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So I think his talk, you know, Dr. Keith McCormick's talk is really outstanding. And most of the integrated physicians feel that way though, that short term, you know, unlike conventional doctors where they'll, you know, immediately put you on. So it's not the first line of defense by any means. And it's not that if you have osteoporosis, you need to do this at all. But for someone who has really low bone density, you know, there are people with minus 4.5 on their taxes or very low. And um, yeah, so at that point, it becomes a conversation, but he really explains the pros and cons that may not be explained with many of the physicians. So it's really, it was very helpful for people. Yeah, no, I think that's a great service. And, you know, I'm humbled by my patients all the time. It's just like you, you have to do what works and what is going to be the most beneficial for the patient in front of you. And, you know, I I think, you know, really true integration, right, of, you know, the medicines that we have and, again, the support and not, you know, I I think that's the biggest paradigm shift is like, we know this is a supportive measure, but we also know that we can, you know, go deeper and really resolve the issue that you're not just destined to have osteoporosis forever. You need this medication. It's a a shift in thinking. And so I think that makes a lot of sense, like short-term medication. Can people, after they've fractured, start the medicines to help regain help and help with the healing? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Also on the summit is another of my favorite physical therapists who's, who's, who really started before me. And she's one of the, one of the pioneers in in osteoporosis, but she gives an entire actual masterclass on fractures. And I think it's so important because people, a lot of doctors, you know, will put people in a brace, not even the right brace. And, you know, tell people not to do any exercise, but she really explains what you need to do and how important certain things are. And so, yes. So after, so your life is not over after a fracture. If people are listening, they've had a fracture. No, you can. So yes. So it depends, you know, after a fracture might be the time that you, you know, you wouldn't go on if your, if your bones are healing, you're not going to go on something that's going to um, inhibit bone healing, but the bone building drugs. You know, there are different ones. There are drugs that actually, it's called anabolic, forteo, timos, that actually build bone, you know, so so that might be something that could be helpful while, while things are, you know. Yeah. 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 This is all, you know, such great insight and inspiration. And we have your Encore Weekend, right? That's yes. with the release of this podcast. So tell us about your event and how people can tune in and get the most out of it. Yeah. So there's, there were, there were nine talks a day. So there were, you know, so there were seven days worth of, um, of talks. So there were 63 talks in total, but not that I'm, I don't believe in overwhelm. So it's like a smorgasbord. You can look and see which ones 
really resonate with you. Do you want the exercise? There's cooking demonstrations. There's underlying root causes. You know, so there's all sorts of different things that you can look at. And they're all available the entire weekend for free. So you can sort of pick and choose. They can listen to your fantastic talk oh. on Limflow. No, it's you always enlighten me to so much. So oh. uh, yeah. And then then there's also some things about, oh, the other part is I'm big into happiness, as you know. <laughs> and so and, and I think it, you know, to me that's that that helps with everything, but it also helps yeah. with bone health. So every day I do a happiness tip. So there's happiness tips on it. There's, you know, stress reduction. There's all sorts of pieces to the puzzle. So yeah. And even just to sign up, just to register, you get free gifts to keep. I have a um, a little video on improving your bone health, like a, like a video course. And then I have four pages of testing that people can use to help with figuring out what tests to do. And then I also have one on posture and balance. So I do a whole video on balance, as well as a sheet to look at your house. You know, because sometimes people could trip over a rug where there are some hazards in your house you may not know. So a sheet that comes with that. So anyway, there's just from signing up, you get a bunch of things, but oh, a lot so of information. And I just warn people, don't get overwhelmed because knowledge is power. And anything you do is good. So that's yeah. sort of my motto when it comes yeah. to, but you know, I needed to put it all in because the person who has an issue with their lymph needs to hear you. Aww. The person that has mast cell activation needs to hear Kelly McCann. Blood yeah. sugar, which is a big issue for bone. Yeah. They need so there, you know, there was nothing I wanted to leave out, you know. <laughs> no, that's incredible. And I know you put your heart and all of your wisdom into this, and you do such a great job with putting your summits together. And I know people will be very inspired and empowered. And so please check out the link in the show notes and you know, just you know, all the ways that you can follow Margie. Um, how can they tune into you, Margie, outside the summit as well? Yeah. So I guess um, you can go to my website, MargieBissinger.com. My podcast, which you've been on a couple of yeah. times, is Happy Bones, Happy Life. And so, yeah, lots of different programs, lots of different things. And just know that I always look at osteoporosis as a opportunity. You know, a diagnosis of osteoporosis is an opportunity to sort of look at your life. Your bones are not in isolation. What areas maybe you're missing? And yeah. when you do that, everything gets better. So people look back and they say, you know what? This was a blessing in disguise because they were a couch potato before. And now they're this strong person or whatever it is. Other things get better too when you address what is going on with your bones. So yeah, so I hope you join in because lots, lots of information. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and putting your incredible work together. And thank you so much for being here. Oh, well, thanks so much. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Margie Bichinder. Please check out her Encore Weekend for Osteoporosis Summit in the show notes. And please check out her website and all the wonderful resources she's put together to help you heal your bones. I am so grateful for you being part of my podcast community and have a beautiful day.